He's kind of a cedar. Yep, I'm recording my podcast. He's a cedar. First one. You're listening to Table for Two Podcast with Bailey and Sam. The lady's like, ma'am, you need to sit down. Grab a glass and take a seat. Can Can I just get another sugar I don't want to say we're back. No, okay. don't say All we're right. back. <laughs> Think of something else. Anything else other than we're back. Okay, so back it up. We need uh-huh. to start. So We need to talk about Brian. That's where we'll start. Yeah. We need to restart this whole thing. <laughs> so we, we saw our neighbor Brian. Um, I met him once in the elevator. I had been telling Sarah about him for months. I thought he was mm-hmm. cute. We kind of thought that he didn't have any friends because whenever we would see him outside of like our apartment, he would be all alone. He'd be sitting on his balcony alone. And so Sarah and I decided to have a game night. And um, so we invited like another couple, another guy that we we knew he was going to bring a friend and then a couple of our personal friends and Brian and um so we thought it would be like we've been waiting kind of for like an an instance to be like what how can we get to know Brian like we don't want to be creepy and just like go over there but right we've been wanting to get to know him and I feel like leading up to this we kind of saw him a lot like we saw him on his balcony like four or five nights in a row we're like okay we'll probably just run into him and so then it was like a week away and we're like I'm sure in this next week we will see Brian and tell him about game night and invite him right so then a few more days go by and we're like we haven't seen him he hasn't been on his balcony like what do we do and then we're like well we have to give him a little bit of a heads up because we have to invite him and give him like a notice you know we can't say hey tomorrow come to game night so then game night was like Thursday game night is on a Friday or a Saturday Saturday game night is on Saturday and it is now Thursday Uh and we're like okay we're gonna go for a a walk and we're gonna knock on his door Mm -hmm. and so we go for a walk we knock on his door he doesn't answer we're like okay we'll try to knock on his door one more again. time. So we try when we come back. Again, no answer. So we're like, we have to write him a note at this point. Because yeah. we, we have to have him to come. Yeah. Like, it was essential, too. Like, we didn't have a big enough group where I feel like we needed more people anyway. Like, yeah. to, like, balance everybody out. And so we, we needed him to come. Yeah. And some of the other people we hadn't met yet either in person so we're like okay this is a perfect opportunity to invite him like it was kind of crucial that he came crucial yeah so crucial um, for brian to come through so we wrote this whole note down and we're like we're gonna knock one more time and if he doesn't answer we're sliding the note note. under the door Uh so we go we knock he doesn't Doesn't answer. answer we left the note the note pretty much said, like, I'm Bailey, um, my roommate and I, Sarah, we're having a game night, I met you once in the elevator, um, like, we're not creepy, but here's our Instagrams, uh-huh. and just so he knew we weren't, like, serial killers, <laughs> and so um, a, that night, yeah, I yeah. think it was that night, yeah. like, late that night, he follows both of us on our Instagram and DMs us and says, like, he's coming to game night, great. Perfect. Also, in his DM, he said, um, even though you guys made me seem like a serial killer, I'm coming to game night. Yeah. So, and somebody had tagged, like, in one of our uh, Table for Two Instagram posts, had tagged him and said, I think this is the Brian you're looking for. So there were multiple signs, I just want to preface, that he knew about the podcast and honestly that he had listened. Yeah. Like, there wasn't really any way that he wouldn't have been able, like, at least listened to the part where we talked about him. And he only followed us, but then, like, was, like she said, tagged in a post on Table for Two. So whoever it was, either his friend or him, found our podcast from our pages, did some behind-the-scenes, yeah. like, 
insight uh-huh. and research on us and knew, I mean, the, the most recent post was, Brian, if you see this, come to game night. So I'm assuming he put two yeah. and two together and knew right. the whole episode was about him. Right. So we're on the same page at this point. He's coming to game night. He knew about our podcast, blah, blah, blah. So the day of the game night comes and we're confirming with everyone and we were going to get pizza and drinks and everything for everyone. We got the games. And as soon as Sarah and I are getting ready to walk out the door for the night, we get a DM in the same group chat that he told us he was confirming. And he said, mind you, this is two hours before. He's like, hey, um, so sorry. My boss messaged me last minute and said we have to go to a work dinner. I'll be late or I'll let you guys know when it gets out if I'm still able to make it. So we didn't really respond and we were walking past his door and we were even going to like ask what he wanted or what he would like to drink or whatever just in case. Because his his um, apartment is literally like three Three down from down. us and right next to the elevator. So every time you're leaving or coming back and have to go to our apartment, you pass his door. Right. So we're leaving, we're going past his door and I heard him say Bailey from the hallway. <laughs> like I heard him say my name. Uh And I was like, and he was talking so loudly and I could hear him like going on a rant. And I was like, oh my gosh, he just said my name. Like he's, he's talking about us. And I did not know what I was going to get (laughs) out of this. I thought maybe he was like, oh, I'm going to these girls like game night. But you had had to listen. What I did next (laughs) is crazy. Yeah. But I could, I would never have imagined that this is what I heard. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put my ear up to the door. Uh-huh. I am nosy. Somebody just said my name. I want to know what they said. So I am fully like leaning my body up against his door, trying to be as quiet as possible. My ear is on the door and I hear him on speakerphone with another guy. And and meanwhile, I'm like, Bailey, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, she's like, like, no, no, let's like, go. Like, like, let's go. Out. Let's get out of here. Like, don't listen. It's not worth it. And I was like, no. Thank, I, thank the Lord you did. But. I was like, no, I heard him say my name. So I listen for what felt like forever, but it might have been only two minutes. Uh-huh. And I heard him say... I cannot believe these girls. They are so effing lame. They are so effing weird. They invited me to a game night. Who has a game night in their 20s? Um, They have a podcast that nobody listens to. Accurate. That's fair. Yeah. Um, They're so uh, weird. Like, I can't believe that they asked for a game night. Like, they had to throw this entire game night just to meet me. If they really dropped the ball, if they wanted to get to know me, they should have said, meet me downstairs for a drink. Are we having a three-way? Is this The Bachelor? Are we both trying to date you, Brian? Like, how would that have worked? If, If he really thought we were all for him... Right. What? What? Why would we ask you to have a drink with us? Like we were trying to meet our neighbors and just be kind and nice and have a game night. And also, who doesn't like game night? And like, I think it's crazy too. Like, I feel like girls can be really catty and like talk like a lot about other people and kind of cause drama. But for a man, a full-grown man, to be like, like sitting there having a conversation for, I mean, who knows how long, but like you already listened to like two minutes of it and like be going in on these girls that you don't even know. He was like, honestly, like, you know, when you get in a fight with someone and you can't remember everything that you said, or you can't remember everything that he said, I know there's more that I can't remember. And he was cutting deep. Like he was making low blows about Sarah, about myself, about our podcast. And honestly, he's never even met 
us really. He had one encounter with me in the elevator and I said, hi, I live on this floor. Like if you're going to say I'm weird from that, go ahead. But like he has nothing to go off of. Like we're so weird and we're so lame. Well, honestly, that doesn't even really bother me. It's just like, why does it bother you so much? And like, why would you then want to come to, why would you say yes to going? Right. Because he already knew about the podcast. Because in my, in my thinking, I was like, you know, if you're a total outsider and you see that somebody literally named an episode (laughs) of their podcast, Sarah, please come to game night. A little strange. Like you could take it and you could think we're totally strange. We're just funny. I feel like that's our personality and you might not get it. But he knew that when he messaged us and said he was going to come. So there's no way it was that. Okay, but it's not like we're two freaks out (laughs) here in the wild. You know what I mean? Like, we're normal people. We might be a little bit crazy, but like... He should want to have two girls that are his neighbors, that are the same age as him, invite him over. Like, that's fun. And if he thought we were so weird, you're going to you're gonna pass up game night, but you're going to go on a two-on-one date with them downstairs at right. the pool to get drinks? That's You're going to do that with weird girls? Right. Like, that makes no sense. And I am telling you what, he was literally cutting in deep to us. Like, my jaw was to the floor because I could not believe the things that he was saying about us and the audacity because, like, we're literally on our way at this point to pick up pizza and like get drinks and like make sure this night is so fun for everyone and that's the type of person that he's yeah. being towards us like yeah not a good person so we're like whatever we're he had already messaged us the message right before we walked out of the door like you know I have a work dinner or whatever so we never responded after that he asked for our numbers like to text us once uh-huh. the dinner got done we never responded mm-hmm. game night happens this other man comes who, this is another story yeah, in itself, <laughs> and we need to come up with a name for this man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so game night happens, we don't really hear anything, and then Brian messages us super, super late at night, and he says, hey, uh, the dinner just got done, did you guys want to meet me in downtown Summerlin? No. No, we absolutely do not ever want to meet up with you. We're so effing lame. (laughs) And so, again, we don't respond to that. The next day comes. Sarah and I, we're still in shock. Like, we can't believe that he said that about us, whatever. We, like, called everyone in our contacts, like, to tell the story. We told it at game night. We told it. I called my mom. I called everybody I knew to tell them because we we, told the pizza delivery people. We were appalled. (laughs) We were so offended. Yeah. And it's just like, what were the chances that that honestly would have happened? Like, that you would have been walking, like, we would have been walking by at that time, and he was literally on the phone talking crap about us. And they were laughing. Like, him and whoever he was talking to, they were dying laughing. Like, that was the funniest thing they've ever heard, that we have a (laughs) podcast that nobody listens to. Okay, Brian, we have the same amount of followers on our podcast than you do on your personal page, and you're a human, and we're a podcast. So, don't come at me. Because she's nice and I will pop off. (laughs) True. So anyways, the next day comes. This is like 3 p.m. Me and Sarah are each in our own beds, napping, relaxing. I I, personally, I can only speak for myself. I look like a homeless person. Like I (laughs) am one with my bed. (laughs) I was in a deep sleep. I had Uh drool on my pillow. (laughs) Sarah looks homeless. Like we're in our pajamas. You don't look homeless either. So yeah, I probably did. I thought the drool was enough for only, me. Only Sarah. Sarah looks homeless. Sarah looks I look terrible. great, but it's okay. No, I look terrible too. And we hear like a 
a loud knock on our door. And at this point, <laughs> I've also put in 15 noise complaints about our upstairs neighbors. Mm-hmm. So I thought that they were coming down to scream at us. It, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. We've <laughs> complained about everything at yeah. this apartment complex. And so mm-hmm. literally the last thought in my mind is who is actually at the door. So I, I walk out. I'm kind of being quiet. I look in. Sarah sleeping. <laughs> and I continue to walk to the door. And I look through the peephole. It's Brian. He showed up and he knocked at our door. So I tiptoe back to Sarah's room and I wake her up and I'm like, Sarah, Brian's at the door. And she's like, no, he's at the door. I am like full on still dreaming. I don't know the fact that there are so many times where I go into Sarah's room and wake her up. I honestly feel terrible. And it's like, have you seen, I don't know the movie, but I'm going to have to share what she looks like Uh every time I wake her up on Instagram because it is so hilarious. And another thing that I find odd that I've never brought up to you, but I'm going to say it now is like, you're always in different positions on the bed. Like at this point, when I go to wake you up, you are not under the covers. Your head is by the end of the bed. You're in the fetal position with silk leopard pajama pants on. And I'm like, okay, what do you do? I don't know what's happening. Mouth guard is in. I'm like, okay. So I wake her up and I'm like, Brian's at the door. And uh, she's like, don't answer it. Don't answer it. And I wanted to. Immediately, I was like, no. I wanted to, to like see what he had to say, but also it was not the time. We were in our pajamas. It was 3 p.m. We were like, absolutely not. So then we wait and I feel like he lingers there for a while because we're, we're like sitting there and we're like, okay, what? Like, first of all, I was like, okay, no, you can't go. You can't go. You can't go. Like I was like stressed. We were debating for a minute. Yeah. What do we do? And we were like sitting there and, um, then you tiptoed back over there, and I think you still saw him. Did yeah. you still see him? I saw him, like, walking around the corner, but it had been, like, five-plus minutes because, at this point. Because, like, our uh, – uh, Lord. Our walls are really, really thin, so I feel like even when you're at the door and someone's, like – Like, we've had to knock on our neighbor's doors before, and we've kind of heard people, and so, like, you can hear if you're at the end of the hall or if you're, like, really close to the door. So because of that, like, if I knew if Bailey was to go look, like, he would probably hear. So we waited for a while. A while. Like, probably, like, at least seven minutes. Yeah, five plus for sure. And I tiptoed super quietly because I felt like he might be able to hear me if he didn't Uh already hear me the first time. Because the first time I had no idea who was at the door, so I wasn't being that quiet. Yeah. So I walk back over (laughs) and I see him just now leaving. Like, just now walking around the corner. So I'm like, okay... And so then we called my mom and we pondered it. We could not believe, especially for someone who thinks we are so lame and so weird and we suck and we're boring or whatever he was saying. Why do you care so much? Why did you message us three times after that? And then you're now knocking on our door to like, what? That was like pretty intense for me because I feel like even as a guy, like, or a girl, whoever, if someone like doesn't respond to you, like two messages or whatever, like we had no history. So it's not like we were good friends where it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to go to their door. Like what is wrong? I was so surprised. He had never hung out with us one time. Right. And he, at this point did not know that we had overheard that. So at this point it could just like, oh, those girls aren't really interested or, you know, oh, they didn't really care that I didn't go to game night, but it was so weird for him to come over. I think that if I was in those shoes, like, and two guys had asked me to hang out or like, even a guy had asked me to hang out and um, 
they didn't, he didn't respond to me after two messages or even three messages at that point, I would never go to his, not go and knock on his door. Yeah. Like that is desperado out here. <laughs> like he is, he, yeah. for really thinking we're weird, he is desperate for something. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Like, I wonder if he felt a guilty conscience for talking crap about us. And then he's like, oh, that's weird. Like, why are they not responding or what it was? But either way. So then we sat there again and pondered it because we could not believe it. Uh-huh. Like we were like, I know it was like one thing after the next. We're like, what? reality are we living in right now? I was like, I cannot believe he knocked on our door because he hates us so much from what we thought. Right. And so we called my mom, we called other people. We're like, what do we do? Like, I don't know. And Sarah was like, I don't think we do anything. And this is where Sarah and I are different because Mm -hmm. she, you don't like confrontation. And I, I, I don't say I like confrontation, but like, I would rather just say how I feel and get it over with and then never think think about it again. And so I was like, I want to say something. Like, I think we should. At this point, he's messaged us three times. He showed up on our door. Like, we might as well just say, tell the guy what the problem is. Mm-hmm. So Sarah's like, I think we should wait. And I was like, I, I think I'm just going to say something. So in the group message that we had already had, I responded. It was probably an hour or two later. And I said, hey, Brian, if you wanted to know why we haven't been responding, it's because um, we were on our way out yesterday, out the door. We were going to stop at your place and ask you what you liked on your pizza or what kind of drinks you liked. And you can come over whenever or even t- like talk to you about how you know you could maybe come after your work dinner or whatever and when we walked past I overheard you say how in quote we're so effing lame and so weird and why would we have a game night and that we just had a game night for you and like all of these mean things and honestly I don't want or need somebody like that in my life and so take care like that was uh-huh. my message after that we saw him <laughs> typing, like, you know, when you, you can see, like, somebody's typing mm-hmm. the three dots? He typed and deleted and typed and deleted for an hour. So long. Yeah. An hour. He didn't because know what we, to say. Because we were waiting. I mean, at this point, we're pretty invested in this whole storyline. Like, we want to hear what he even was coming over for. Like, yeah. we're curious. Like, right. we don't really care at this point, like, about him as much, but, like... We're really curious about what's going on here. And, yeah, he was typing forever, and then he finally responded. Uh And he was like, "Um, you know, I'd really love to sort this misunderstanding out. Can I come over to your guys' place and talk to you whenever you're free? Yeah. And, um, or he said, I'd be happy to come over and, you know, tell you things. And we're like, at this point, we don't need we closure. We don't want you like, to come over. Really we don't need you to come over, Brian. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He was acting like he was doing us a favor. Like, oh, I'd be happy to come over and explain myself. It was a misunderstanding. How do you misunderstand? You're so effing lame. Right. And, and I was, was saying curious. the word. I'm not saying the word because I don't like that word. But he was saying the word. So it just sounded more aggressive. Like, he, yeah. like it really sounded like he hated us so much. Yeah. I, oh, my phone's over there. I was going to say I could actually read the messages, but Uh yeah, he pretty much just said like it was a misunderstanding. I'd be happy to come over and like clear the air. And so I was like, honestly, we might as well see what he has to say at this point. And so I was like, yeah, you can come over anytime after 7 p.m. And he's like, sounds good. I'll be over. So then 7 o'clock comes around and me and Sarah are like, oh gosh, like how is this going to go down? And then our, I don't know if you were this scared, but like. Then an hour before, I'm right. psycho, and yeah, I start, start thinking in my head, why does he want to come over to our house so bad? Like, does he want to murder us? Does he want to, like, <laughs> poison extreme, us? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I was I was being a psycho. Yeah. But I was like, whatever. We'll just we'll have him come over. So he knocks on the door probably 15 minutes after 7. 
Um, I open the door and he has a bottle of Patron in his hand. And he's like, this is for you guys. Like I was going to bring this over the other night. And I was like, oh, thank you. And so he follows me in and like, we don't really say anything. And Sarah's at the kitchen counter. And then I walk around the kitchen counter and he's standing on the other side of us. We're like having a family meeting at this. Yeah. This is like meeting an interrogation. And, um, he pretty much starts out with saying like, yeah, um, this whole thing I think was just a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, when I commit to something, and this was his whole thing, which I think is so, this is lame. He mm-hmm. was like, when I commit to doing something, I really hate to bail. And, uh, you know, the, the work dinner, I just can't say no. Brian, we don't care that you, we do not care that you did not come to game night. We do not care that you ditched us to go to a work meeting, Brian. We care that you called us effing lame and weird. We care that you said we have no listeners on our podcast. We care that you were talking crap about us and laughing to someone else. That's what we care about. Yeah, and I feel like just in general, he was not understanding. Like, he had such douchey energy to be completely frank yeah like even bringing the Patron to me was just like I I, I don't know like it was all fake you know what I mean like he's saying that stuff behind closed doors and I really think the only way I would have been like okay maybe we give him a second chance is if he honestly would have came over and been like listen I said what I said I'm not proud of it I don't know you guys and like I want to have the chance to and like that just honestly wasn't a good reflection of who I am like I'm just very sorry or whatever like the only way I feel like I would have even trusted him is if he would have owned up to it and to be totally honest he never really even apologized like he was never like I am so sorry like if he like you said if he literally walked in and he was like you know what I said some horrible things it's guy talk I was making fun of you guys that wasn't fair I apologize I want a fresh start I want a clean slate that's one thing but he came in there with kind of douchey energy saying like you know when I commit to something you know it's it sucks that I had a work meeting he he didn't even apologize he's not a nice guy yeah ultimately no hard feelings but I think we're we know where we stand with that I just really can't believe the way things unfolded like we were we hyped this up so much we were so excited to meet Brian like just like we were about to make a TikTok about it. Like yeah. we felt like maybe we were going to be like good friends. Like we literally live across, you know, right across the way from him. And, you know, we want to meet people in our apartment building. And I feel like nobody would have ever thought that we would have, A, overheard that conversation. B, like things would have unfolded the way they did. It was just like the, cr- I think it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, when and have you ever and had And like that you said, what are the chances that as we're right. walking past his door, we hear him say, Bailey, I put my ear up to the door, and we hear this whole entire conversation. Like, what are the chances that that happens? Mind you, I, I don't know what it is about our apartment complex, but at the same exact time that this was going down, <laughs> I was like, I'm like standing by the elevator, like, come on, like, I'm, I'm like anxious. She's literally trying like, to get me to leave at this point. She's like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's fine if he's talking crap about us. Let's go. And I'm like, I need to know every single word he's saying. And it feels like, I, I'm not moving. You see this right here? I'm not moving. But meanwhile, like literally a few doors down, I, at first I was like, oh my gosh, is somebody, I could hear like like not to be graphic, but like moans and stuff. And it sounded like porn. And I was like, oh my gosh, does somebody like accidentally have their headphones unplugged while they were at the gym or something? Cause our gym <laughs> is right there. And I was like, I don't know. And so I like peeked around the corner and there's nobody around there. And then as I'm peeking, I'm getting closer to this door. And I realized that somebody must have on their TV, literally like Pornhub XD on loud because the noises and the things that are <laughs> happening, I was like, and I'm like, 
what is literally going on? You guys. What is going on? The walks of life that are in our apartment oh, complex. Don't get me like, started. And I'm not even trying to be, like, I'm not trying to discriminate. I'm not trying right. to be rude. But it's expensive to live here. It really is. And Sarah yeah. and I, like, we work hard. And we're like, wow, like, you know, this is luxury living. It's in Summerlin. Like, and then I see a lady the other day, and she's wearing a trucker hat with a t-shirt and a leather kilt and I'm like (laughs) where is she going where is she employed I need to know like immediately and are they hiring because I can barely pay for this place mind you the walls are paper thin above us are two men are 55 um Labor Day weekend, they were having a electric guitar concert <laughs> and also playing Travis Scott Goosebumps on repeat. Yeah. And I can hear them moaning above me as All right. well. So <laughs> too, it's too much. It's tough. It's tough out here. Yeah. Yeah. Not, don't recommend. So we were thinking that, that Brian was going to. We, we even wanted to like ask him, like, how do you like these apartments? You know, like uh-huh. we literally thought we were going to make a friend out of this. And we actually. Honestly, I, I would have loved to have him on if, like, <laughs> if things would have went well. We should. We should have one. I don't know what he yeah. has to say. We well, don't have let us know, that. but I mean, yeah. not, not likely. So the ending of this era mm-hmm. is he says what he says. I said, okay. He said his piece. We didn't really say anything back. Um, I said, thank you for stopping by. I'll walk you to the door. Walked him to the door. He left. And then a few days later, he said, hey. Oh, before he left, he was like, I'm so glad I got to clear the air. Like, would love to have a clean slate and like hang out with you guys again. Mind you, I mean, the conversation was literally under five minutes. Yeah. Like, he was in our apartment for physically five minutes. So, we brushed it off, whatever. I walked him to the door and then um, didn't talk to him again. And then three days later, he's like, hey, I wanted to message you both and just say I meant what I said. Um, I'm going out of town this weekend, but would love to have you guys over for a drink on Thursday. Hard no. No. So I responded. We don't need your lame drink. I responded and I said, Brian, like, appreciate it. Once again, like, appreciate you coming over and trying to clear the air. But you said what you said. And I don't want somebody like that in my life. Somebody who's calling me effing lame and effing weird and, like, bashing me yeah. as a person who doesn't even know me. Like, I don't, I don't care to, like, really get to know that person, especially when they had the chance to, like make it right, and that he wasn't even apologetic at all. So uh-huh. we completely, like, wrote that off, and that's it. So moral of the story is don't meet your neighbors. Yeah. Stay inside. Don't do not do what we did. All right. On to the next. Cause, oh, okay. And, okay. So we think this is where it ends. We're like, these men, like, what is happening? And I just feel like it continually, like, happens. And so that night, yeah. So we that, met another person. So that same night, there was this guy that a girl that I knew had been trying to set me up with. I had talked about it on the podcast prior. And she was like, he lives in your apartment complex. He just moved here. He doesn't know anybody. He doesn't have any friends, blah, blah, blah. So we had been following each other on Instagram. And I had reached out. I said, we're having a game night. He said, my best friend's coming into town. I'm going to bring him. So this man comes with his friend. And what is this man's name? Oh. Joaquin. How about Joaquin? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. But okay. I don't know. If but nobody listeners. else yeah, will get yeah. it. But okay. Okay. So we're gonna give this guy a name, and we are gonna call him Male Baddie. So, and you'll understand why <laughs> shortly. 
So male baddie comes, he brings a friend, his friends from out of town visiting him, and so they come into game night, and honestly, they're super nice. Yeah. Like, it was fun, it was a fun time, but immediately with this guy, he was so nice, but he's very touchy, and I am, I feel like I am an affectionate person, but with somebody that I know, or with my family, or my boyfriend, not with somebody I just met. Like, mm-hmm. I would never be super touchy with somebody that I met for 20 minutes. And, and I think we need to preface, too, it was kind of posed, like, the when he was coming, like not that you were gonna be like a romantic interest but kind of like I have this girl I think you might be into her like I think you guys would vibe so right. it kind of was like set up in a way that I was like there's possibility there but it was never like a for sure right like oh, totally. this was not like a date or anything at all no. it was like yeah. we could be friends it could be more if it doesn't lead to more at least you know somebody now in Vegas and we yeah. live in the same apartment complex mm-hmm. so I was thinking of it as super casual well then you know like my hand would be on the table and he would grab my hand or he would touch my leg or he would touch my back or like I could tell he was staring at me for like two and a half minutes and I'm like <laughs> I feel uncomfortable like it was too much too soon uh-huh. and I'm just trying to feel it out you know and um he was very nice he was a good sport like we played the games everything was fun whatever mm-hmm. we were honestly appreciative of anyone coming to game night yeah. at that point yeah like we, we told them the full a, story yeah. about brian his friend was super funny he was awesome mm-hmm. and so we played games for a little bit we ate and then they're like okay we're gonna go like get a drink did you guys want to come and we're like honestly why not like we got totally got stood up by brian this was <laughs> yeah. kind of a bad night so let's go out um so we go out and we go to Jing in downtown Summerlin and we're sitting in the booth and we're talking and he's very touchy. Like I had holes in the knees of my jeans and he's putting his hand in the hole. Too much. Way too much. Like I had gone to church earlier and I was like, let go and let God, let go and let God. Don't bitch him out. Don't yell at him. Don't say anything because I like to pop off. And I'm like, this man just met me. He think would think I'm an absolute lunatic, but I don't want to be touched. It's too soon. Do yeah. not. That and is some dating. People, some people might be okay with that. Honestly, some girls might be okay yeah. with that, but I feel like you are not a touchy person, especially to people that you just met. Yeah. And like, I, I wasn't feeling like the datey vibes. So when somebody's pushing that uh-huh. I was like it was like hurting my stomach and I was like oh please but like I didn't want to be rude you know like you said some people might like that some people yeah. like affection it's just not m- my type and so I just I was trying but I knew that once again there's some people that you vibe with and some people that you don't nothing against this guy he's tall he has a good job he's cute you know it's just I just didn't feel it like at the end of the day and so we were talking and I was like trying to give him you know the benefit of the doubt trying to have good convo and at one point he was like so what do you look for in a man and I tell him you know somebody who is patient and kind funny driven Christian man and he was like okay and um, he was like well you didn't ask me what I looked for in a woman. (laughs) And I was like, okay, what are you looking for? And he was like, mind you, this is with the hand gestures. He said, I want a bad bitch. I want a baddie. And I'm like, totally. Like, yes, you're right. I get that. Yes, that's what you need. That is what you need. A baddie. And he's like, I just want a boss ass bitch like a boss and I'm like like he's like somebody who owns her shit like a bad bitch and I'm like okay like he's like having a seizure I think 
a waiter turned around because of hand gestures. I thought he was trying to get his attention. Like, people are like, what's this man doing? Uh, and I was like, oh, no. You know, like, I was, I said to him, I was like, I am not a baddie. Like, I'm hate to break into you. I'm going to let you know right <laughs> now. Let you know. We make quiches. We have hot tea. <laughs> we go to bed at 9 p.m. We watch Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. No baddie is in me at all. I right. go to church on Sunday, hang out with my family. 10 p.m. if I'm wild like zero baddie in yeah. me um and he was like oh yeah no totally <laughs> like I don't know what the body language was at this point uh-huh. but I was like okay whatever um and he was like I just really and then I did feel bad because he's like I want somebody to bring home to my mom and I want to be proud of I don't, I don't know you're the... the boss ass bitch <laughs> well, that's what, well that's what I was thinking and I was like Sir, you are 32. I think the days of baddies is over. You need to be looking for a wholesome life. Baddies, the time is up. Over. Over and done. We're done with the baddies. Get them out. And I mean, anybody that refers to themselves is like, yeah, I'm a baddie. What is a baddie? Right. What is it, really? Like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. He said he wants somebody who's driven. So is like a baddie a driven, like, bad... I hate to keep saying that, but, like, I'm just not following. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know. And it was kind of confusing to me because we had a good convo after that, and he was like, you should be picky about who you date. Like, he's like, I don't bring a lot of girls home. And I was like, I'm honestly not the type of person that does either. Like, I don't get into a ton of relationships. Like, I'm in one every few years. Or, like, it takes me a while to really find somebody that I actually like and can actually date. And he's like, 100%. He said, out of a room of 50 people, you should be able to seriously date maybe two. And there's some people out there in a room full of 50 people, they would zero. date 45 of them. Or zero. Like, if you're Sarah. <laughs> But some people would date 40 or 45 out of the 50. It's like you have a pulse and you're pretty. You know what I mean? You're in. Yeah. Like that's all it takes. So I was like, okay, yeah. Like I totally understand where he's coming from, whatever. But then he kept touching me and I was like, oh, I just, it was too much for me. And I wasn't getting the vibes. But I was like, I totally would be friends with him. Like he lives in my apartment complex. We can hang out again, whatever. So I told him that the next weekend he said, you know, he said at the end of the night, I want to take you out. Like, can I take you out? Uh And I said, I honestly just think like we're more friend vibes. And I I just wanted to be honest. And um, he was like, okay, like, I wish I was your type. But I I mean, I think it's better to just say it up front too, rather than like even go on a few dates and then it not work out and then try to be friends. Yeah. Like I would rather just start out as friends. Right. And I feel like it wasn't like so, like, it was a group. It wasn't like you guys went on a date and then you tried to transition to friends. Like, it's right. perfect. We were already in a perfect group situation. of, like, six people, so. So there really shouldn't be any hard feelings with that. Yeah. All. And I just felt like I was honest and I didn't want to waste his time. Like, we could be yeah. friends. He is our neighbor, pretty much, you know? Like, totally fine. Yeah. So then he was like, what are you doing next weekend? And I had my friends from back home coming into town. And so I told him that. And he's like, all right, well, let me know what you guys do. So next weekend rolls around and he texts me and he's like, what are you guys up to? And I said that we were hanging out at the pool and we were going to go to a dinner and then maybe go out again later. And um, he was like, okay, like it seemed like he wanted to maybe meet up with us. So I invite him. He comes to Jing and he's sitting next to Sarah. And I'll let you take it away. 
So, okay, so we were like talking, whatever, um, and like we're still in a big group, so like we're making conversation with the group, but like he had just gotten there, so I feel like him and I were talking more, and he's also like a very, I feel like a very conversationalist, like he's not gonna let like a silence sit, like he was wanting to talk. So we were talking, whatever, I feel like the conversation was good, it got kind of into dating, like he was like, are you on the dating apps? And I was like, yeah, but like honestly, like dating's hard right now, whatever. And um, he's like, okay. And then we probably got about 20 minutes in. Mind you, I have spent like very little time with this guy because even when we were in a group, especially when we had went out, him and Bailey were talking most of the time. And then I was actually talking to his friend a lot. Again, just in a friendly manner. Yeah. But like I didn't know him well. So he doesn't know me at all. And he was like, so, um, you know, I, I know things with Bailey didn't work out, but like what about you? And, and at this point, I am like when did we when did we go there like when did we get on this track and so I was like oh yeah um I mean I I think we're like all and good that's as like friends a, that's concerning too because he didn't even know you that well like he definitely didn't know me that well right because like we had only hung out one time and not really even talked that much so he learned everything he knew about me in like the span of a few hours and then it's like 30 minutes in talking to you he wants to date you which ties into everything that we say on this podcast is if somebody is so eager to date you or like you or like so much about you like they don't really even know you that it, it was pretty weird and I think maybe it could do with the fact that he's like in a new area and like really wanting to date or maybe he's just in a mood to like really date someone because that's what it seemed like but it's like you can't just do that like it looks like I'm not trying to be rude but I even told him I was like you really should try to get to know people before you like jump into that because right. it's like even kind of like offensive like do you not even just like like me as a friend can we not just have a conversation right you know what I mean right. and it's not a good look. It's a cedar look for sure, a thousand percent. I mean, yeah. it's literally like, uh, I okay, I was going originally, like originally it was more of a romantic idea between you two. Not really, but that suggestion was there. So it made sense that he was like, hey, I kind of want to take you out. He immediately jumped to that. That made sense. But to like see somebody as like a possible prospect and like things about them, and then as soon as that doesn't work out, immediately go to their friend. Yeah. I, I don't Red know. Flag. It just, it's, Yeah. I, I don't know. And again, like, that's what we talk about. And that's why I was kind of so shocked because he had just told me the week before, like, out of 50 people, you should only be able to date a couple of them. And the behavior that he's showing is, like, he would date anyone at this point. Like, right. anybody that anybody that he thinks is attractive or he's, like, okay with talking to for a little bit, he's like, oh, do you, do you want to date? Right. And that's just, like, not the type of person that either of us are looking for. You know, like, we want somebody to think we're special and, like, you know, want to know so much about us before just jumping the gun. And I feel like that can happen. Like, people can, you know, like somebody's friend or something like that, like, once they get to know them. But, like, honestly, I would have had more respect for him if he had met all of us and happened to feel strongly about you or feel strongly about me. Or, like, even in the beginning, if maybe he was like, yeah, actually, I kind of like Bailey's friend. Like, maybe more than I... I, or whatever, and then he didn't go for you, and then he went for me, or you know, anything like that. But it's like, or even if he would have taken time, of, like wait three right. more times for right. us to hang out and be like, okay, I actually, like I know Bailey doesn't feel that way. I do like Sarah. Like I talk to her so many times, and she's really cool, and she's awesome. We have so much right. in common. Like that's one thing. What talk to her twenty minutes? Yeah, too much, too much, too soon. So I just don't know. And like, I mean, I genuinely wanted to give him advice because I think he did not understand. 
Yeah. I was like, you should, like, just as much as you say that other people should have a standard, you should have a standard for yourself. My standard is that I've known you for 20 minutes and you were just going for my friend. I'm not interested. But, like, you should also yeah. like who you like. Don't just like a girl because she's around. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I don't know. There's no way that a man is honestly super attracted to you and super attracted to me. I mean, maybe, but, like, we're very different people at the yeah. same time. Yeah, 100%. Like, we have different personalities. Like, we, we look have a different, different look. Yeah, like, I mean, like, maybe, but probably not. Like, yeah. not that you'd want to date both of us. I feel like we are similar in so many ways, but, like, and, like, definitely we have some of the same values. Like, yeah. we are all about family and we, like, both go to church and have, like, faith in God and everything. But, like, I want to have a family and I might want to have, you know, a big house and a dog and all these things. And Sarah wants to travel through Europe. Right. And maybe get married. Like, we're totally yeah. opposite on that end. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're you're shorter and have, have uh, long brown hair. I have short hair and I'm... A giraffe. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we're totally different. <laughs> I feel like calling you short was a little offensive, and I didn't mean to, so I had to make myself sound bad. <laughs> I don't mind being short, but okay. I didn't mean short in a bad mm-hmm. way. You're just, you know, like, we are literally totally opposite. Yeah. Anyway, besides the point, but, like, I, I just can't with that. So, honestly, if... So, that's if, two strikes. Yeah. One strike was Brian... We're not even giving him a name at this point. We're going by his name. We're not giving him a fake oh, name. Yeah. Cover is blown. I know, Brian. Really. <laughs> if you see him, <laughs> cover is blown. Brian is strike one. Male baddie, strike two. And now, strike three. We're, we're really, I don't know if they were saving the best for last, but this is, this is a good one. So, okay, so this is like a little kind of, a rewind because we haven't really talked about him in a while, but Southern Charm was still playing out in the area. I was traveling for a while. Why are you looking like you're going to laugh? Because <laughs> I just love this story. I hope I tell it good. But um, so I was traveling for like a few weeks or whatever. So, okay, so me and this guy, like we've hung out, whatever. It was so fun when we were all dating, but I feel like as soon as you guys, you and um, Cha Cha Slide kind mm-hmm. of ended things, it quickly kind of fizzled out for us, too, because it was really fun to hang out as a group, but, like, yeah. on our own, like, it was just, like, you have to stay up till 11 to hang out with them. Like, it's just not as fun when you don't have someone to do it with. You know what I mean? And I feel like for you guys, it wasn't, like, datey vibes. Like, it right. wasn't, like, oh, my gosh, we're going to date, maybe. Right. And, like, he was, he, there was an end date where he was going to move back, so it wasn't super, like, serious, you know? Like, I feel like if you're staying up till 11 or 11.30 and maybe going out right. to get drinks or doing whatever, like, that's more of a datey vibe vibe but I feel like it was kind of like you're staying up to talk for a little and right (laughs) okay so anyway so um mind you like while I was traveling I feel like we didn't really text that much and we never really texted that much but we at least would see each other sometimes and so I feel like by that time by the time I got home it had been over a month maybe a month and a half since I had last seen him I didn't really think about him I'm sure he didn't think about me (laughs) like we didn't text and I was just like I'm kind of over it like I you know what I mean like it's just like when someone's not really on your mind what's the point and so we were kind of texting and like he was like, hey, I kind of want to see you now that you're back. And we were going back and forth. And I was kind of just like, I don't want to stay up. And like, I, I just didn't want to do it. So it ended up being like the last few possible days that we could have hung out. And I was like, it's honestly, I'm not going to have time. Like, it's not going to work. Um, but I was like, I, I did appreciate so many things about him. And like, I did like him as a person. So I was like, I'll say something nice. So 
I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to see you before you leave. But if not, um, you know, it's been great getting to know you this summer and like I've had a great time with you. If I'm ever in Nashville, I'll totally hit you up because that's where he lives. So, um, which was really nice, you know, like that yeah. was like ending on a good note. You know, and you genuinely, I think we could be friends. Yeah. Like, like that was the vibe. Mm-hmm. But the response that I got, um, I wish I could read it word for word. <laughs> But he said um, the exact response. There was, there's no in between. This is right the, after the right kind <laughs> message that Sarah had sent about like right after the poem friends. that I wrote for him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, he said, "Darn. Well, actually, I have a favor to ask you." Immediately, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm like, what? "Like we've never done each other favors. Never really gone on a date. Never like." And I was sitting right next to her, and she said, "She was looking at her phone, and she's like, oh my god.'" I couldn't speak for like, and she did not speak, and I was like, "What? What? Tell me, what? What? Like Sarah?" And she was just staring at her phone. And I could see her eyes going, eh, 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 reading, kind of a long reading the whole message, and I'm like, "What?" So he said, "Darn, well, I have a favor to ask you." So we leave on Tuesday. So they had like a last set of games. We leave on Tuesday, and we get back on Sunday. At that time, I, I will not have a place to live. If your couch is available, I was wondering if I could just crash for the night and I would leave right in the morning. I, I don't know how it ended, but that is what the message said. If my couch is available, of course it's available. We don't Jerry, rent it Jerry out. Jerry from across the street is not sleeping we on my couch. We don't rent it out. I have so many things to say about this. I don't know if you want my review or not, uh -huh. but I feel like, I don't know. I did like him. I thought he was a nice guy, but... After your nice message, he could have said this totally different. I feel like he kind of dropped the ball on this. Uh -huh. Like, for one, I think it's pretty ballsy because he never spent money on you. He never took you out. You guys never went to get drinks. He never bought you a dinner. Like, it was pretty ballsy to ask that. But two, you guys did spend some time together and have some, you know, deep conversations. Right. And so it, it wasn't, like, the worst thing, but I feel like it was the way he worded it. If he was like, Sarah, honestly, it was great getting to know you, too. Of course, if you're ever in Nashville, would love to see you. If I play here next summer, would love to hang out again. Um, I have a favor to ask. It might be a little embarrassing. I don't want to spend money on a hotel or whatever it may be. Right. Um, can I spend the night at he your house? He immediately went for the couch. He went he said, for the couch. darn. Well, by the way, can I sleep on your couch? <laughs> right. And he could have, and even if he didn't say all that, if he just asked and was like brutally honest, and then he was like, if not, no worries at all, like LOL or whatever, like making a joke out of it. Uh -huh. It was the way he said it. it was so odd. And like, he could, like, I feel like he's not like a player player, but he seems like a guy who would like have a little game uh -huh. and I feel like that there was no game in that like he could have played it totally different he could have taken you out he could have been like let's get drinks gone uh -huh. back to your place like you're really just gonna throw it out <laughs> I, is your is your couch available I know that's that available is the, the weirdest way to work and it. I feel like that's backing you into a corner because what do you say right if you genuinely felt uncomfortable about that which like Dude, like, you're you're not available to hang out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you already... Like, if you guys were so... And I don't want it to sound bad, but, like, if you were so important to each other, yeah, both of you would have made sure you saw each other. His schedule wasn't working out. You weren't working out. You were, like, kind of, like, eh about it. Yeah. So, like, it just wasn't working out. So, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many other scenarios that could have came from that, and I just cannot believe that he asked that. 
Yeah, I, I can't believe it either. And I don't want to seem like a, like a snob that no. we're like, oh, you know, we wouldn't have someone sleep on our couch. Like, I feel like anybody, like, our door is open. And, like, I, you know, if he really needed it, I feel like, obviously. Of course. But, like, yeah, and like you said, yeah, obviously, if he has if he really didn't have anywhere else to stay, we would never turn somebody right, away. Right, right. But you guys weren't that close. And, like, you would go weeks without talking, a month and a half without seeing each other. It's not like you've been dating this guy seriously for three or four months and he's asking to sleep over. Right. And he probably knew that maybe you guys weren't going to hook up. So it's like he's – it just came off as if he's using you Literally for using a couch. That that – is a new one for me. <laughs> I have never been used for my couch. I've been used for a lot of things. Yeah. My couch, not one of them. And, I mean, I told him I was going to tell the story on the podcast. So, I mean, what can you do? That is quality content. I mean, that has never happened to me. So I just feel like like when I read it, I was like, the nerve. You yeah. know? Oh, and, like, I don't think he's a terrible guy, and I don't right. want to bash him. You right. know what I mean? Like, we don't want to bash him. We don't think he's trash. But yeah. it's like, wow. But that was a weird move. God, he's got balls. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, wow, he's really got a lot of nerve. (laughs) Oh, I guess I didn't even get to his response, but I don't know if I want to go that far. Oh, yeah, you can say it. But anyway, so, okay, so I responded. We, like, sat there for a while. My jaw was open. I was just really shocked because, like I said, we didn't know each other that well. Like, I feel like if even if I knew no one else out here, like, no matter what, that would have never been a thought in my mind. I never would have asked him for any kind of favor, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I just never would have, and which is fine. But so we were shocked for a while, and I was like, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say no, but I also kind of want him to know I'm a little, like, taken aback. Like, I, I kind of want to, like, I don't want to be a doormat either. You know what I mean? Right. And so I was like, okay, I think I have a good response. So I said, um, LOL, in all caps, this is going to end up on the podcast. And then I was going to, which I feel like is, like, still kind of, like, humor. You know what I mean? Like, we're still kind of being funny together. it's kind of like, oh, wow. It gives him an out to be like, I know, I'm ridiculous. Or like, whatever. Right. It, it kind of get, like makes light, but also is like, I can't believe you asked that. Right. And so then I was going to send another message and be like, but sure, if you have nowhere else to say, like, of course, or something like that. And he immediately, like, me and this dude do not, do not text that often. So like, as soon as I <laughs> sent the message, there was like typing and it said, NVM, never mind, I'll get a hotel. Okay. I probably should have been the first thought, but okay. Right, right. So you sure. know he was thinking that. Right. And I didn't even have time to type out the rest of the message, but then I still sent it, and I was like, you know, obviously if you have nowhere else to say, for sure. And uh, he never took me up on the offer and never responded. So, and that's the part that I don't like either. Right. Because it was like either he was embarrassed or he like didn't like your like what you said. But like at the end of your message, you had said – of course, like right. if, if you have nowhere else to stay, of course, like you're still opening it up to him. And he had never even acknowledged your message of like, I enjoyed getting to know you this summer. Like we could stay friends. Never. Yeah. There was no goodbye. There was no so nice meeting you. It was literally it was like, am I using your couch or no? no. Yeah. <laughs> not Can a good I look. sleep on your couch or no? Not a good look. Yeah. Not my favorites. Not his best moment, but I do agree. No, no, like mm-hmm. hard feelings to him, but it did definitely rub me the wrong way. Yeah. What can you do? I just think honestly, men don't grow up ever. And you constantly have to teach them. I was going to ask you because I literally was like wondering what is the oldest guy I would date? Because I just feel like guys by 30, 
I, I feel like this for everyone. Guys and girls, I feel like by 30 is generally the age that you're like, okay, I want to have it together. Yeah. I want to have, you know, and I'm not saying you have to have it all together, but you should be very confident in where your life is at and like kind of have your shit together. Uh-huh. And for men, it's, I think it's definitely going to be older. I yeah. am not going to date a guy in his 20s anymore. Yeah. I'm not, it, the age range for me is 30 to life support. <laughs> 30 to coffin. That is 32 <laughs> grave is literally my age range at this point. If you are 29 and nine months, it's a no from me yeah. in your 30s. Yeah, I, I feel that. I and mean, I feel like even in the 30s, then it's like also why, why are we 35 and single? Most men that I feel like are in their 30s, like late 30s especially, that's a red flag. There's a reason. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense. Like, none of it really, you can't win. Mm-hmm. You really can't win. And I just feel like guys, they're way slower. They take a lot more time. You know, even guys, like, we're 25 and 26. I couldn't imagine dating a guy who was 25 or 26. Right. Because I know they're so much farther behind. Like, yeah. even guys that I've dated that are 29 or 28, they're still far behind. Yeah. So we got to go up. We got to <laughs> bump the numbers up. All, all the way up. 50? Maybe. 40? They are honestly hot 40-year-olds. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal? Dude, Ryan Reynolds? Don't get me started. Who else? We were just talking about this. So, I mean, if you're talking about like, actors, so many. Hotties. Chris yeah. Evans? Yeah. Hello. Hello. That is the age range that I need yeah. to be in because mm-hmm. the 20s are not... Ain't be hitting for me. <laughs> but on a good note, on an on an ending note, Sarah uh-huh. has found herself another man. Oh, true. Are you about to say? Oh, okay, yeah. That's and what I thought she, you were going to say. Oh my god, I think our <laughs> building just collapsed. Sarah um, has found love. I have found a new love. Okay, so Bailey, like, randomly one night turned on Dancing with the Stars, and I have never watched it. And I was like, oh, I don't really know what the hype is about. Like, I don't, I don't really get it. And she turned it on, and she's like, oh, oh, I love it. I love it. And I was like, I just feel like I never even, like, thought of it. So we watched it, and I feel like I started to get into it. I was like, oh, shoot. Like, now that it's on, like, I'm like, oh, I'm, like, ready. I'm, like, ready to watch it every Tuesday night. Is that what it's on? Tuesdays? Mondays? Mondays. Mondays. Every Monday night, I'm like, you know, got my popcorn, got, you know, everything. I'm ready. She's hooked. Like she I, I'm was skeptical it. at first, and I was like, "No, it's so good." And then literally, she was acting all. She does this. She acts like, "Oh, it's not that good. It's not for me." And then the next uh-huh. week comes on. It's Dancing with the Stars on tonight. I said, "I knew you would like it." I I'm like screaming at the TV. Like he should have gotten an eight. Are you kidding me? I'm like, She's like yelling at the judges. I'm like his toe was in line. <laughs> I'm like I don't know a thing. But um, so along the way, there's all these stars, and some of them you know, some of them you don't and there's this man jimmy and honestly is he, is he's he a, a country music singer. He's, a, he's a country music singer. makes sense why i don't know him but um you know he's told a story a few times like the first few times i don't even think i noticed him but then after maybe the third episode they started to tell like his story and um a it's always like an emotional one like i think he facetimed like his daughter and he was crying and i was crying and you know that gets you hooked and um then he will literally put his heart and his soul he is like doing the plie and has his hands like pointed he has his toes pointed and i'm like dude this man is putting his heart and soul into these dances he is and such the, a cute the judges man. are like six five dude they're like uh, your, your right pinky was out of line in the third section. She's and I'm so like, invested now. and I'm like, 
you're gonna give him a, you know, so I'm, I'm really upset. So the other night, or what, I guess what often happens is, you know, it airs in, um, on the east side of, you know, the U.S. before it airs on the west side. So we never, we're always seeing it late. So we don't get to vote. So I always miss because voting. Because it's live. And that's the hard part. It's like it's live and it's live voting. And there, whoever votes, that, that counts for half of, like, if they stay or not. Like, it's their right. scores and then is half. And then the votes, the people's votes are the other half. But you can only vote right. if you're on the east coast or if you vote beforehand. So, like, we would, sh- sh- if she wanted to vote for Jimmy, she I'm would have to vote Blind. before 5 p.m. and she hasn't even seen him dance yet which right. she would do because she loves him <laughs> right. so it's fine but like dancing with it's the love stars, of my life so yes I'm going they to need but... to step it up they need to step up their rules right I don't get it so anyway so um <clears throat> we we see this picture on Instagram where Bailey sees it and she's like I didn't want to bring this up to you because I know you're sensitive about it but you know somebody the his, his partner, partner posted on Instagram and said like like she what? said his like dance partner was like it was so amazing dancing with you like you danced your heart and soul out there but it wasn't like definite it just sounded like maybe he got kicked off and I was reading all the comments and Sarah has a fit she pulls out her laptop she's finding every evidence that she can find I'm if like, Jimmy got we'll, kicked off we'll, I, first I try Google yeah Google doesn't work so then I'm like what where would I find this Twitter so I look on Twitter and I'm like looking through all these Dancing with the Stars tweets I'm like looking she's through the hashtag DMing people I get to this person who is, like, DMing, I mean, not DMing, but, like, um, tweeting and, like, saying, like, oh, that shouldn't have happened, all these things, like, something about elimination. So I'm like, I, I, this person has 67 followers, but I'm going to DM them and ask them. And I was like, I need to know immediately, did Jimmy get kicked off? And, and he didn't. He stayed. So all in all, I looked like a psychopath for no apparent reason, but... I, I do love Jimmy, so I, I hope he wins. I've never <laughs> seen her more passionate about a man in her entire life, so I don't know if that's, like, positive for her or concerning. I, I don't even know anything about Man fully has a wife and three right, kids. Right, right. I'm his yeah. biggest fan. Yeah, no I haven't heard, a, haven't heard a single song he So vote wrote, Jimmy but. to 13525 on Please. Monday night before 5 p.m. Yep, and, and that will make me happy for sure. So currently that is the only... Uh, love interest in yeah. either of our lives. So. True. That's, That's where we stand. The action that we have is Dancing with the Dancing Stars. Dancing with the Stars on Monday. Yeah. Vote for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Table for Two Pod. Bye.